You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Resurrection After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Resurrection After Show. Oh my god. Zach Wilson I loves like, this song. I do enjoy this song. Zach Wilson no, is an good. addict, a we, coming home addict. I've downloaded this this song and I listen to enough. it in the car sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even joking. It's a real thing. Well, thank you for tuning in, guys. It's After Buzz TV with Resurrection Episode 6 Home. We're coming home and oh, bringing gross. the episode so home to you in your home. <laughs> okay. How many times can I say Or the in word your office home? or in your car or at the yeah. beach if you want. It's, it doesn't have to be at home. Anywhere. It, listen to us in the bathtub. Home Why not? Yeah, it's true. Um, but thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Zach Wilson, and joining me on tonight's panel, we have Chelsea Breesh. Hi, hi. And Matthew Lieberman. Hello again. Uh, G. Madison is out this week. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. we'll get him back soon, but he is very busy with very awesome things. Yes. Congratulations, and we miss him. And hit him, hit him up on the Twitter. Give him some tweets. <laughs> um, but let, but this, this episode, right? So much to talk about. Yeah. It was, this was a crazy, crazy episode. Like, I, while we're listening, we were going through, what are, what are we going to talk about in this, in this podcast? So much. Yeah. So much. So I think we'll let's start with with Ra- the Rachel, Tom, Janine, Helen, Helen, uh, Helen. Go away, Helen. Helen is you, just Helen. the worst. I just she really want, is though. Listen, so if awful. we have all of these returned coming back and they are here for some nefarious purpose, I say Helen is top of the hit list. I want to see the return just <laughs> wail on her. I mean, I know we need an antagonist yes. in this show. But I hate her. Oh my gosh, I, I hate, hate her so it's much. Just because she's a busybody and she has no good reason to be messing with other people's lives that we know of. No, Ooh. no, I. She really is doing this because she has nothing else to do with her day. Yeah. I mean, I would buy that, but part of me thinks really? that Helen may be somehow connected to whoever's behind all. Oh this. man, that's a scary thought to me because she just yeah. Because if so, then right? Because she's damaging enough as just like a busybody housewife mm-hmm. to 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 be also be you know a member of some kind of secret conspiracy. She yeah. just she knows the right buttons to push so well. well. She's incredibly conniving. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like she you know she says a few words and everyone just opens up to her. She wraps them around her finger and yeah. She's I mean, all about power and self-preservation. Mm-hmm. She's cutthroat, which is crazy because she lives in a small town and the stakes are so incredibly low. So why are you treating everything like it's Julius Caesar on the Ides of March? Because, because she, she has nothing else to do. She has nothing else to do, but she also is clearly a very religious person. True. And she sees these returned as the temptation of the devil. The snake yeah. in the garden, as she yeah. says in this episode. That's what she calls Rachel. And Rachel, uh, she just got back. Mm-hmm. She just came back to life. 
she's dealing with a lot. Right. Last she week we found out she's yeah, pregnant. We found I mean, out she's poor pregnant. Woman. The cherry on top. She's pregnant with a married man's baby that she got impregnated with before he became a pastor. Right. But and there's I know we're going to get into this, but this is my thing, and I think it's just point blank. Rachel got pregnant before Tom was a pastor, A, and B, before he was married. It's true. So I I understand why it's a really awful situation now, but I, I don't know yeah, why but everyone is jumping down uh, their throat. As we start because off it's with a them. Big pill, it's a yeah. big pill to swallow just because, A, you have to accept that she died and came back to life, mm-hmm. one. B... Uh, you know, she's coming out and she's, the fact that she's even there and is pregnant, yeah. that she didn't leave and that Tom didn't ask her to leave is scandalous because then it's like, what is, what is she asking him to do? Help raise the child? He's married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a small town. This is a big deal. We open, I mean, we, we meet their story in this episode with her. He, he goes to see her and they sit, sit down. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has her talk with Bellamy and Maggie, but. Hardly a talk. Yeah, it's yeah. more of just like a, these characters all know each other mm-hmm. now, and so that he can hand her his card. <laughs> Little chit chat. Yeah. Um, she sits him down and is like, "I have something to tell you," and she makes it clear that she did not know mm-hmm. when she drove off the bridge, which is good. Which we is got, a lot of vitally people talking important on YouTube and Twitter yeah. this week at us. That, like, is that the reason why she killed? Is, herself? Yeah, yeah. Which that would make her a way darker character, and mm-hmm. we wouldn't like her if that was true. She had no idea yeah. that she was pregnant, and they cleared that up for us. And she drops it right on Tom, and mm-hmm. he just freezes. Because mm-hmm. what do you what do you yeah, say you to that? Mean? Well, he's already caught in a lie. First of all, he lies to his wife, says mm-hmm. that you know that Rachel's gone she far does. away to Tennessee. So he's a liar. First of all, now to be a liar who's in love with this other woman who has his baby, which is something that he's wanted for a long time and his wife seemingly cannot provide mm-hmm. him. If if these returned are the devil's temptation, this is a pretty sweet one. <laughs> the love of your life, pregnant with your child and perfectly healthy. And, he, and he's having trouble conceiving, as we find out. Yeah. I mean, like, you got to give credit to, to Tom. He does, when it's a bigger news, when it's not just like keeping her there, because you have to admit, like, you can't just let her out into the world. That's in, that's so cruel. This person who is lost, her family is nowhere to she be found. She needs some help. Yeah, she need, yeah. Like, she needs to be close by. It's an awkward situation for everybody. And we have to, and I, I could uh, sympathize with Janine, like having to deal with that. Sure. But you can't force Tom to to cast her away. This is somebody who was, even if it's he's not in love with her anymore, somebody who was very yeah. important. Fine, you can't right. force him to do that, but he also can't lie to he her. He shouldn't face. have lied. He shouldn't have lied. But I can appreciate the fact. But at that the same time, he, when he did find out that she was pregnant, granted, I'm not going to advocate any lying. But as soon as he did find out that Rachel was pregnant, I think that's when he sat down with his wife right away. Yeah, my point is. The telling her to go away was an unreasonable request. He shouldn't have lied, mm-hmm. but okay. He didn't immediately go and tell his wife that mm-hmm. that he, he has a love child with another baby. Yeah. But the thing Wait, is, he has a love child with a baby? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> he has a love child with another woman. Oh my God, he slept with a baby. No. Okay. This is not Book of Mormon, Matt. What? Oh, yeah. The Some of you understood that joke. <laughs> Never mind. Um, the the musical, anyway, not the actual book. T- anyway, <laughs> back to resurrection. Um, <laughs> they br- he brings this on his wife. Like he's like, this is what I'm dealing with. Right. You can't. And no, he didn't do anything wrong here. 
He's dealing right, that with was his my emotions. Point that I was trying to say before. Right. Technically, he didn't. He was he didn't with Rachel cheat. before. Right. And that's what was uh, uh, in Helen's big speech. I feel like somebody should be like, it's not like he cheated. Maybe he had premarital sex, but, but he really the damage people? is done. The, here's the yeah. thing: he is supposed to be a paragon of virtue. If he's supposed to lead them spiritually, lead this community spiritually, he has to have an unassailable record. Yeah. And in this case, even if he hasn't physically cheated, he has emotionally cheated by keeping this woman here and this kid not going away. Oh yeah. I mean, Janine raises that point because she almost, as much as it offends the the Christian senses of a pastor and a pastor's wife, she kind of wishes the baby would Do you think she was saying that because that's what she wanted them to do? Is that how you Janine? Absolutely. Yeah. She wants Um, his baby. It's that feeling and it's that confliction of like, that I imagine everybody would go through in that in, in any situation where they would even think about that. Matt's making a very funny face. I'm right trying now. not to sneeze. The studio <laughs> man. Let's do it. No, I'm um, not gonna get you all allergy that way. All right, but, <laughs> but uh, she's trying. Like anybody who's going through that kind of situation, I imagine. I can only imagine right. that it goes through their head. This is horrible. I don't want to do this. But is it necessary? For what's going on in my life, whatever they're dealing with at that point is an abortion necessary. I'm not going to skirt around Ooh. it. Is an abortion necessary? Yeah. And uh, for Janine, it is necessary for what she wants, but it is a terrible thing, and she knows it, and she feels terrible for having thought it. Right. It's yeah. so terrible that she can't even voice it specifically. But she can't help that she did think it, and right. she, and she knows Clearly what she, she wants, right. even if she doesn't want doesn't want to act on yeah. that want. Right, which is the very temp- very nature of a devil's temptation is to te- to get you to the point where you want something, give you what you want, and tempt you to take it, to be that terrible person, and that's what everybody in this town is sort of being given right now. At least the people that are affected by the returned, they're being tempted. Yeah, do they give in? That's a big question. I'm very concerned about Pastor Tom giving in. Yeah, Pastor uh, Tom has his feet way in the water already. I, I know. Well, I mean, that's if Rachel is survives what's yeah. going on with her. Well, so far, I mean, Elaine did not give in. Caleb's gone. That's true. Yeah, the that's the true. Langstons have given in. Jacob's still there. Tom is in the process of giving in. Interesting. Rachel's still there. All right, let me ask you a question. Are you officially saying... That you believe that these people returning is a test and that when in Elaine's mind she decided she didn't want her father to be there, he was gone. I am officially saying that and I'm going <laughs> to introduce a little a, a new segment I'm trying out. We're going to try okay. it out here on Resurrection for the last three episodes. Just to give it a see how it goes. I like segments. We're introducing the prediction board. Whoa! Um, so we're, when you guys have just to, uh, I'm trying this out on a couple of my podcasts. When you guys have a prediction that you really love, that you believe in, yeah, you can throw it up on the board. I don't have a board. Okay, yet. I'm gonna get one next week. I want to agree um, with your prediction and throw it up on the board. Yeah, I am gonna officially say that the returned are here as a test. I don't know who's testing them, mm. but it is a test. And Elaine passed it. Caleb failed his mission, whatever it was, to yeah. corrupt mm. Elaine. Interesting, because he, he, he was, spent all of his time when while he was yeah, alive, just working, just on working her. her, 
and just mm-hmm. telling him you us against the world, Laney. You know, you're the only one that I came for. I got a kid. I've got a kid uh, in Arcadia in Missouri when he was riding with that guy in the pilot. He didn't talk about both of his kids. He said, I have a kid. Interesting. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't catch that. that. I yeah. Either. So it, the question is, you know, is are is each return there to test one person? And if so, is Jacob there to test Fred, uh, to test Henry or to test Lucille? Lucille was so quick to give in. Uh, I don't I, I don't know. Or could you yeah. you could almost see them as one because they're a married couple. They uh, they act in live as one sure yes well, uh, but yes at the no. same time their opinions have been so different throughout the entire show until more recently and ne- but... but until now when they've both given into temptation mm. yeah we'll see how long jacob stays around interesting uh, i'm very concerned about jacob dis- dis- i mean it's so disintegrating. so yeah. are uh henry and lucille mm-hmm. and mar everybody and, Marty. and that's why maggie brought in eric ward yes uh, uh, guest star James Tupper. Meow. Yes. Yeah. Eric Ward is what? moving meow? in. Yeah, he's handsome. Oh, okay. That's what I do when people are attractive. I say <laughs> their name, meow. I was, you said it as if, as if his name somehow related to cats. No, his name is not no. James Tupper, meow. His name's James Tupper, meow. <laughs> okay. Anyway, man. so uh, the, this guy, he and Maggie have a history. He's a uh, very successful and well-learned uh, scientist for the NIH. Yes. Um, and, uh, the National Institute of Health. National Institute of Health. And he has been brought in covertly to consult on this situation. He was Maggie's professor, I believe, yes. um, in college. And although they were... They were very, very close. close they were very intimate. <laughs> but he brings them in, and he wants to talk to. He's, he wants to see Jacob. He wants to see any of the return mm-hmm. that he can, because he's as he says, like this could be the biggest scientific discovery ever, ever. But that that worries me though, because he's just. He's very keen to get yeah, Jacob out of he Arcadia, is, and he, I think, he really totally just wants to make, especially Jacob, a full on scientific experiment, and. He, they would, you know, like Bellamine said, that he would just right. turn him into a little... I'm, I'm, I don't know that it would necessarily get to that point so quickly. I think it would start as something far more altruistic. But once you start bringing these people out of Arcadia and once you start doing tests and you have documented proof of their existence, people get corrupted very quickly. Right. I mean, here's the thing is, I'm starting to wonder why there hasn't been anyone from outside of the town because they keep talking about they saw it on the news. They saw it, like... In the news, they heard about it. It's spreading like wildfire. Helen can't cu- keep her mouth shut. Right. You can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine she hasn't called Fox News, the problem or the Fox right. problem solvers or somebody to come in and I, that would investigate. not surprise me. That would be really funny if next week the Fox problem solvers show up <laughs> on an ABC show. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. With that that level of uh, journalism, <laughs> they're just like oh, yeah. in your face. I- yeah, I wonder why did if you, they're chasing Jacob down the street. Why did you come back? I I want as like a piece of promotional material. I want Helen to have a podcast. I want Helen to <laughs> Helen to have a podcast. Yeah, no, have her leave the show and enter her podcast and just have it be just like 
ridiculous, super religious, crazy, I don't have anything to do with my Welcome life, to this no week. busy bottery. Welcome to this week on The Helen Show. We're talking about hating people who have come back from the dead. <laughs> We're talking about disliking anyone who's different from you. The first thing you should do when you meet someone that's different is to think about all the reasons that they're different. Put a ball those up into a little ball and then light it on fire. <laughs> that's how you should feel about that person. Okay, okay, I mean, okay. she... I, to, to go back to that for a little bit, because we, we didn't talk about Tom's speech. Yeah. Tom gave this... He, he He's about to open his Bible and start his normal sermon, mm-hmm. and he knows that there there's not this many people in church. The crowd is no buzzing. Yeah. yeah, there's standing room only. Even Henry is there. Yeah, and he never comes to he church. He never goes to church. Um, but he... Tom makes, gives these this epic speech he gives it with authority and people are like shouting amen at him they're really feeling it and until our two antagonists gary and helen stand up yeah we gotta talk about gary too gary yeah. is a dick yeah he he's, he's got a, he's so oof. angry yeah. he's gonna really look mess some things up i think yeah and hey look I don't know. Maybe it's wrong of me to feel this way, but that guy in the crowd was right. Dale was a snake. We why are we mourning him? But of course, you're you're related to someone you're going to mourn and that's going to make you do crazy things, but the guy didn't seem like a very nice person in life. I mean, he Gary yeah. was a violent person. Dale was involved with Caleb. They have to wonder like Dale and Caleb were best friends. Yeah. Um don't now that you know that Caleb is a a a returned. A re- well, not just a return, but he was Bad a guy. thief and a murderer. Yeah. Maybe you start to remember, like, maybe we shouldn't uh, have fully trusted this Dale guy. He probably was a thief, too. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at the people that Gary's hanging out with. you got crazy militia gun nuts uh, with Wait, secret so gun bunkers. Which we'll get into yeah. later. We'll talk about Frank and Paul and the armory. So much to talk about. Um, let's take a quick break right now. While we're, while we're talking about how much there is to talk about. Okay. And talk about iTunes. It's my favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is one of my favorite subjects, too. And we talk about it so often here yes, at After we Buzz. Do. Um, guys, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners of this show. This has been such a fun podcast. It's a short season, but it has been so much fun to do and so much fun to hear from you guys. You're loving a Resurrection. We're loving Resurrection. And you know how you can help us make this the most fantastic podcast ever? How? You can log on to iTunes or YouTube, and especially on iTunes, you can give us a rating. Yes. You can rate it, review it, and it just it lights up my day when I see a new review, because I'm always looking to see I glow. I glow for hours. Matt's just smiling. I'm <laughs> smiling. Ear to ear. <laughs> I was demonstrating. Um, Audio yes. people, you, you missed out. You missed his fantastic smile. Sorry. Um. But it really does make a difference. It helps us stay on the radar of the network and the cast and everybody so that we can get guests on the show here at mm-hmm. AfterBuzz. It really helps us raise the profile of the whole network. Because here at AfterBuzz, we do, what, 70 shows a week? Oh, here? yeah. 70 so hours like, of 70 content. 70 hours of content. For Matt free. does 60 of them. Six, <laughs> I, do, I do 60 of them when I Matt can. Matt does an unhealthy amount of them. <laughs> right now I do four, but it's going to go back up to eight in like a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was at five, and now I'm back down to three. And then It's and sad it's, when you don't have a fun. bunch. Yeah, it's fun. I like we doing We like doing it. We want to know how what you want to see more of. Um, and when you write a review, you get a shout-out on the show. So it's I want to shout-out some really cool people. Um, Gamer Do, 
Gamer e- Gamer Edu, uh, first time reviewer. He says I have listened to several different AfterBuzz podcasts, and while ha- uh, having enjoyed all of them, I have never felt the desire to review one until now. Wow, this one is hands down the best. I look forward to the podcast almost as much as the actual show. That's cool. Thank you so much for listening, Gamer Edu. Gamer Edu. Yeah, Gamer Edu. I'm butchering everybody's name, but he, and he gave us five stars. And uh, five stars from Rosemary42 says, great show, great podcast. Really enjoy the host. You do a great job of dis- dissecting the show. It helps me catch the bits I miss. Keep up the great job. And if we miss anything you guys really loved or that you we like we should have caught, yeah. let us know. Yeah. Because it's hard. Like, we watch the, the show, and then we immediately jump into the studio to talk about it, cause we're, and we're all excited and everything. Sometimes we miss some of the, the small details. Um, but we'll get into that stuff soon with like the theories and the numbers. It's fun. Um, and Bianca and Jones, lastly, uh, she said, love, love, love. Five stars. I love this show. I love this podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts on AfterBuzz, and this is one of the few that stays on topic. And yeah. I actually feel like you guys watch the show. You cover everything in the show and don't miss a beat. And she says, oh, and G. Madison is so cute. Oh, my God. Isn't he so dreamy? Oh, my God. We love G. Hope yeah. he's well. We miss him. Um, but let's get back into it, guys. Yes. Let's talk about Ward and his theories. Yes, let's talk about him because I'm really excited about this. He comes in with, finally, he's like, talk. somebody's like talking about like, why, yeah. where, how. And he breaks it down. They're like, we thought about cloning, but they have memories. Right. You can't clone memories. And this is like that moment where they're like acknowledging the, what the fans have all been talking about right. the whole time. Um, maybe it's a multiverse theory. I don't think we thought of that one, but it's an interesting <laughs> curveball. Definitely. If it was like parallel dimensions, I think yeah. they're kind of quashing that. Right, because then they'd be remembering details that the people in our reality wouldn't remember. Unless it was mm-hmm. the same uh, up until now. Oof! Now we're getting into some serious picky <laughs> multiverse crap. Yeah, uh, well, if it's I a multiverse, we're throw, they were saying that just to throw it out. There. If there's an infinite number of multiverse of, of universes, universes out there, there has to be one. One I, of them was the same until this point. It was completely identical, except for these people not I, dying. I don't think this is right, sliders. Yeah. Let's not. I, do I don't that. think we're that's doing that. Moving. I think that that was their way of saying Let's not that's not that what we're doing. Yeah. Although I don't think anybody was saying it. Right. But what he um, does point out is, is he finds a mathematical connection, a constant, a constant between all of these different people. And that the if you t- take the difference in their where they uh, were, resurrected. were resurrected and divide that, subtract 40 and divide that by the number of years they were gone. I believe that was the formula. Yeah, it's it's what yeah it's it's whatever their whatever latitude they were found at divided by the amount of years they were gone brings you to point three eight. There's another mm-hmm. step in the middle, but yes, it yeah. all adds up to the math comes out to point three eight. Why is point three eight important? I have no idea. I don't know, man. Or is it important, or is it just that is they it a, all have that in common? It is a is it, it could be a red herring. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be it, the number isn't what's important. The right. fact that they're all equal is what's important. That there is something about this. There's a there something scient this this lends itself to a scientific theory and mm-hmm. not just a magical theory. Well, think about this, right? Uh, every every day. The Earth rotates on its axis every year. It revolves around the sun. Uh, But over time, I imagine that 
the that the axis slightly shifts of of our rotate of the earth's rotation and the revolution around the sun our arc around the sun slightly shifts every year so you're it's almost like a drag equivalent where like if these people are all falling at the same rate and some are falling uh you know for longer than others they're going to wind up on different parts of the earth. I'm not saying that they actually fell. That's just the the word yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. using. Yeah, I understand what you're yeah. saying. Like based on like the rotation cuz right. I mean when you think about like if you talk about space-time, people like jump between like times. The earth moves. Yeah. So technically your like your space-time coordinates, if you will, are changing based on what time of year it is and where the earth is in that moment. Exactly. So it could be that could be what affected it that they had to be dropped at a very specific place for it to be the same. I don't, I don't think we've gotten into what time of year they died. That's yet. interesting. There could I, be, I wonder if there's a, a connection between that, yeah. between the day that they all died. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm just going to say it could be aliens just because, and that would involve space-time, and I'll shut up now. <laughs> yeah. It just it occurred to me during the episode, I'm like, aliens. No. I mean, well, aliens. there's some kind of outside force, and it's going to be... It's going to be a jump. Yeah. It's either going to be crazy religious theories, which would be a big jump. Right. It would, But on theme, I no guess. No matter what, it's something bigger yeah. than us. But it seems like right, they're playing always. a slow game, and yeah. that's what I I think it'll be feel natural once we get there. It'll be that moment where you, when you look but back, I think to, it's cool they're letting us put the puzzle pieces together instead of giving us everything. Yeah, as I feel like a show should do. Exactly. So when you fun. look back to episode one of the show, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god! If they only knew what we knew." Fifty episodes later, it changes everything, mm-hmm. and if it, it, it evolves slowly, it will be totally believable once they drop that giant bomb on us i'm gonna throw this out there right so if we're talking about the multiverse what if all of the people who are returning they're returning to the wrong earth and the one that we're that we're watching isn't (laughs) our earth at all and the returned are coming from another or are coming from another earth or sorry are, are coming from our earth they left our earth and are now on a a parallel or uh, forget okay, it. Okay, what's next? You, <laughs> forget it. I get I it. get what you're. I understand you what get you're what getting I, at. It's the inverse of what you were saying. It's incredibly confusing. Fine, it's too confusing for ABC. Moving yes. on. Um, but so we have Jacob and Ward, and he's trying to put all this together. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, and he even says it's just a theory. Right. He doesn't know. Um. But he, meanwhile, he's uh, he's got a little thing for Maggie. Yeah, he does. I think he has more than thing for Maggie, and I think that was reciprocated yeah. on Maggie's end. He had a thing. Yeah, you could see Marty there, just like Marty's not happy about he's Professor like, being back in town, and we're not happy. We want our <laughs> yeah. two to get together. Gosh darn it, you big dummy from a <laughs> NIH. Who cares about you? I mean, he's a very smooth talker. It's true. He's he's almost got her back there. Talking and he's about got it. the uh, theories. I don't know. She's uh, uh, he's got kind of goofy know, like, hair. Um, what do you think? His hair? Yeah, totally goofy. It's totally goofy. <laughs> Not all about him, but yeah. Marty's <laughs> hair is all business in that there's none of it. <laughs> well, you don't mess he, with he Omar Epps. Yeah. Omar Epps will just destroy you with one glare. Exactly. Um, but 
they eventually they're they're worried about losing Jacob. Henry has finally truly accepted Jacob, and he says at one point he's. Jacob turns and is like, I missed you, Dad. Because now he feels so like his sweet. dad is back, not this yeah. crazy, yeah. suspicious old man. Yeah. So that was beautiful. A, I think that was a cool moment. Yeah, it really was. Um, and great performances all around, but but especially uh, Kurtwood Smith this week. I, I mm-hmm. really yeah. loved his, his whole story. I mean, he's life. gotten great. I mean, last week when he was looking at the album, just oh, mm-hmm. crushing. Yeah. He gets a lot of great material. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting that they made him not religious. He doesn't want to go to church. Well, I think they were – maybe I misinterpreted this wrong, but it made it seem like he didn't go anymore. Yeah. I think maybe he went when Jacob was Oh, yeah. Alive. He absolutely yeah. did, but then that That's he why hasn't Jacob said been we always go to church. in years. Right. I think he maybe – like the loss he of a probably, child took right, away. Right. He lost faith. Absolutely. Which that lends itself to some of these theories about like why they're coming back. Jacob has come back and gotten him back into church. Hmm. Jacob guilts him like Catholic levels of guilt. He's like, Dad, can we take your car to the church? He's doing the kid so, game. Yeah, but I also think that's that's what he knows. You know, when he was alive as a little kid, <laughs> they went to church on Sunday in his dad's car. Yeah. Look, having that's grown like up his, his with routine. a having grown up with a Jewish mother, the guilt never feels pointed. It's always subtle. <laughs> really, yours never felt pointed. The, the stuff I got was very pointed. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the kind of thing where you don't know it's coming. You get hit by it. And right. And you're like, there's nothing I can do now except give in. Yes. Nothing to do but knuckle under and wait till it's And over. at that moment, Henry knows he has to give in. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to church with them. And then they go. And that's when they're confronted with, as we were talking about with Tom, like with Tom's whole situation. He's the, There's a mass of people yeah. who are a powder keg waiting to be lit by the match that is Helen mm-hmm. and to turn on all the uh, turn on the the return to to really just I thought I thought this was going to be a pitchforks and oh, totally. torches yeah. situation. That's where I was going. You know. I just think it's so I feel like no one was even thinking about their actions or why they were getting so upset. To me, it was just really not that it was far fetched, I understand, but I feel like no one in the community is stopping to think about what's going on. It uh, well, that's the thing is like you got some of those people who are like, "Amen!" Like, yeah, we yeah. is this a miracle? Right. That one, Mrs. O'Donnell, right. says, "Is this a miracle?" And mm-hmm. that's a fair question. Is Jacob's return a miracle? Because it's a good thing. Why does Helen right. have to see it as a bad thing? Because we are afraid uh. of what we don't understand, and we can't understand why they would bring these people back. And Why I, they would bring Caleb Richards back. When something happens, yeah. something we don't understand, we're bound to have questions, is how Tom says right. it. Right, but and now, unfi- in an unfair way, they're all looking at Tom for these answers. I understand he's in that position, but I think just because he stands up there every Sunday, especially to something of this nature, I mean, I think that's really unfair for his community to look at him for answers and then be so upset and frazzled when he doesn't have them because... No one has those answers, so they. I don't. I just feel like that's a really harsh thing to turn on him in that manner. Well, everyone's entire idea of what reality is is being questioned, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in their minds, they've been you know paying to the collection plate all these years. Be just. It's like just in case. It's like metaphysical spiritual insurance. <laughs> They're just paying up. 
and they expect that when the time comes and say the rapture happens or Jesus comes back or people start returning from the dead, that their spiritual leader is going to have an answer that makes yeah. sense. So they feel pretty betrayed and I understand it. But like a pastor, and this is not like a Catholic church, like the pastor right. is not a a person who's speaking to God. Right. They're just a leader amongst the community that they're hopefully helping to interpret right. the word of God. So at the and help end of them. the day, or at least in my eyes, and I'm gonna hold really strong to this opinion, Tom didn't hasn't done anything wrong i think the only thing tom has done wrong was lie to his wife yeah maybe yeah. a little less no, lying to your right. wife tom when, but you're mostly he said that rachel or a was lot gone, less but that's you know in his personal life outside the church in that moment that mm-hmm. was completely wrong besides yeah. that they can't i think it's really unfair for them to point he's fingers. human and like he makes a mistake he does and he admits that it was a mistake but here's the thing the mistake the mistake was made before any other factor of his life was at hand. It's it's literally like he was living two separate lives, and now because they're being brought together, everyone's oh, well, yeah. not separating. I'm talking about that him. baby. Yeah. I, I yeah. was ta- even just talking about the lie about her leaving, but yes, the bigger right. lie of not telling your wife about your former fiance who committed suicide. Yeah, and was carrying your baby. Well, he didn't know yeah, that. He doesn't know that. <sighs> you always know. Yeah, um, but at no. the- <laughs> you always know. But and we talked about it a little bit at that church meeting. We we get more of Gary, yeah, who we met last week. He's scary, and he uh, he's he he and Fred uh, like he sees Fred in the the restaurant. It's the middle of the day. Gary's drunk. He's really upset about his cousin Dale's death, and he's mad that he he doesn't see as Fred as doing enough. Which to which I was like, he's getting coffee. Like you don't think people need coffee to get their yeah, sure man. He's done. tired. He needs more get up and go to get up and catch the bad guys. Like if I'd seen I mean, him at the bar getting a beer, I would have been like, maybe you should be working on finding the, the lost murderer. I mean, I just think he could have saw him breathing the wrong way and he would have been upset, you know? Yes. So it was yes. Just, He's a guy p- looking yeah. to pick a fight. Yeah. Exactly. And that and Fred knows that and he's like, you need to leave. Mm-hmm. And after that, he goes to the poker. Fred goes to the poker game, hoping, I think, to see Gary. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he wants to, to be there. Was. Yeah. He wants him to be there. He wants to talk him down. I don't know. Like, I feel. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's risky to release that footage to anybody. Mm-hmm. But to show like we didn't lose him. He vanished. Yeah. I mean, everyone's already in such upheaval. Can you imagine if the whole community knew that now they're literally disappearing into thin air? Panic. Panic. Widespread panic and anarchy. Teleportation abilities. Yeah. Maybe. Anarchy. Um, Uh, But yeah, but so... They could teleport right into my house while I'm sleeping. (laughs) Anarchy. Yeah. No, that would frighten a lot of these people who are on the fence. Mm -hmm. They are. I mean, a lot of people don't know what to do. They're scared. Yeah. With and, every good reason to be. Yeah, well, they're yeah. worried. I, I wouldn't say there's good reason to be. None See, of these, I, I agree. Well, I guess Caleb has been violent, exactly. so there's concern. One of them was violent. He was a criminal. That's one out of three. But That's he was 33%. violent before he died. Doesn't matter. Uh, I think it does. But if there, I guess there could be concern about a disease outbreak, if this is something, a sickness or something. I mean, but it's a brought, bring them back to life. I would be like, I kind of want that disease. But they're, I mean, their very core beliefs are being challenged. I mean, if you think about what do we know of life, of of being on Earth, the one thing we really know is that you live and you die. Yep. And Caleb says very clearly at the end of last episode, there's no such thing as life and death. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like, 
that's yeah. just a it's a meaningless division of things. Like if you break down to like again going through the religious like the soul doesn't know the difference between life and death. It's it continues regardless. It continues its existence. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what happens after you die, and I think resurrection is as a whole show is attempting to explain a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the poker game, yes. Fred goes to the poker game, and he's talking with Paul. And they're all, like, joking around, oh, I'm going to steal all your money. Let's get a beer. And they go to the back room. He's like, help me with the... I thought he was going to shoot him. I didn't know what he was going to do. I thought it was going to be a torture room. I thought it was going to be a torture room. And then Rachel was already going to be inside. Oh, no, no. I thought he was going to shoot Fred. I mean, if it had been later in the episode, like, after the twist at the Mm -hmm. end, I would have thought the same thing. But instead he has stockpiled so many guns at least 60 70 so guns creepy. like assault rifles crazy and he picks up the assault rifle with like a laser scope and yeah. that he's, that, ready. he's yeah. like loading a clip in like showing that he know he not only does he have it he knows how to use do it you, do you think he's being sincere when he was saying to fred you know we have your back we have your back i I couldn't figure out if that was really manipulative. I, I think so. I or think they, if it was genuine. I think they trust Fred, right? To a point, like they, but they see or Fred, uh, Frank. Have I been, no, it's Fred. No, it's Fred. Fred. Here, can can I can I, like can I uh, say how I think it's going to come down to it? Yeah, the way that he's really presenting it, it's we have your back because we think you'll take our side if things go south. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. If it turns out that he's trying to defend the returned and everyone else is against it, yeah. uh, they will not be there to back him That's up. They will flip on him in an instant. Instantaneous. Um, it is... I mean, that's scary because now that... Like, that's not going to just disappear. Yeah. Those guns are coming back into play. And that mm-hmm. whole group of Gary and Mystery Cop number one... Um, yeah. I uh, like Mystery Cop's performance was just mystery, mysterious, uh, truly. Well, that's, I mean, very cop like. Built off of all this, like, we know that Paul and Gary and these people are connected, but Gary gets this this small town cop that mm-hmm. you assume he grew up with. They're, they're good friends. And he brings him up to Rachel's room. We need you to come down to the police station. And she trusts the police. Ugh, She's been why? gone for too long. Big dummy. Don't trust Big the police. Dummy. Don't trust They're anyone. all in on it. <laughs> oh, don't get in the car. We're shouting at the TV at this point. We're like, don't do it. Don't do she it, She has Rachel. no idea. And there's Gary, and they are going to do some terrible things yes, to her, and we are all terrified. That was, I mean, it's so frightening, because you know, like, she has no recourse. She doesn't have a cell phone with nope. her. She has no defenses. She has, she has no idea what to do. And I feel like she looks like she wouldn't even hurt a fly, let mm-hmm. alone know how to defend herself in a really rough situation well at least least heard a pregnant the original woman. rachel wouldn't know what to do and she's done her. nothing wrong why they're they're taking out his anger at caleb on her i mean it's just perverse because they see her not they're not looking at her as a person mm-hmm. who they're is not involved the they're looking at her as you are the uh, the closest thing to a connection to caleb right as we can find mm-hmm. right and that I think, and so they figure they can, I mean, at this point, it's it's become like almost racism. Like, you are this type of person, so we are going to beat you until you tell us what the story is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They expect her to know. Maybe she does. And that's the thing. Caleb clearly knew at least 
he knew a lot more than any of the other returned have let on. Like, he seems to know what's up. Yeah. Like, he yeah. knew, and that's why he had to go, because he knew the score. And we talked about last week a little bit. I was saying what one theory that I was throwing out there. What if Caleb was is the only one that knows, and that if these two are good, he's the bad one. He wasn't supposed to come back. Hmm. He, like, wormed his way in. And that's why he knows so much, you think? Yeah. Like, if he's a bad guy, like, he, if he's huh. the the demon, the two angels got to come back. He's the demon who, like, slid into the portal right. before it closed. I th- but I think that is separate as to theory why Caleb would know more. I don't think those would. Well, if he's the bad on. guy, he just has he has access to the bad guy archives. Of oh, all this information. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. and you okay, stopped so... it when I just said aliens, just like politely. I wasn't going to stop you. Portals <laughs> and archives. Well, they came back some way. All right. Portals. Not it's portals. all metaphors, not like the a literal archive, like Raiders of the Lost Ark box of like, right. this is how to return to life. Okay. In file at 20B. Could be. Could be <laughs> Raiders. Like be. Could be a Raiders box. This is just all a sequel to Indiana Jones and yes. Raiders of the Lost Ark. All right. What what else do we have to discuss? Um I well there was a uh, Ray and Elaine. Elaine's yeah. Elaine's gonna uh clearly gonna start working as a uh, server at the at the bar. Mm-hmm. Which puts mm-hmm. her bartenders are in a very uh position of they're mu- very much in a position of power. In she's, terms of gossip and stuff. Yeah, she's plugged she'll be plugged right into the thick of the nerve center of Arcadia, Missouri. Yeah. The the bustling hive mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to wonder where her story goes from here. She's dealt with her arc of a, dealing with a returned. What makes you think that Caleb's gone not forever? Kind of I'm not yeah. saying she is. I'm just wondering, like, when, if he does come back. Well, so I'm wondering where her story goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll throw this out right now. If anyone this season takes a trip to wherever the return came from... It'll be Elaine. That's that. I'm throwing that on the board. It might not happen this season, but if we go to you know Purgatory or wherever, wherever they belong, she's the one to go. It makes the most sense to me because she she's not necessarily prepared to handle it, but she does have a core of inner strength that I respect. All right, I'm writing it down. Done. Matt saying the return Elaine will go yeah. to wherever the returned are from. <laughs> yes. And if that doesn't happen, I guess I lose three points. Yeah, that's that's sort of how we're working this thing. Yeah. Um I'll I'll throw up the the, the rules that I actually write down okay. on the YouTube Good. somewhere. Throw, throw them up on um, somewhere. And we'll and we'll work out a system to invite you guys to like shoot us the, your board picks on mm-hmm. Twitter. And and we also got another name check. To Ray saying that man was not our father. Yes. And uh, Elaine said, I know. That's the first time she said that. I mean, she's yeah. come around on this. Like, she... I mean, she hated her alive dad, too. Yeah. But she... This one is just as bad, if not worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... Like, there's so much that can happen with her. So let's... And so much to talk about. Let's go right into predictions. Great. <laughs> And now, you're After Buzz TV Predictions. So, I mean, Rachel is in that cabin. She's in that cabin. They marched her in like a march of death. Mm -hmm. And we saw a bit of next week in the preview, which like every week of this show, that that, that 30-second preview just 
hooks me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we're not going to be – we're off next week mm-hmm. um, just to let you guys know. Resurrection will be back in two weeks yes. on the 27th. The 27th. Um, and we should have a very special guest. We will confirm that via Twitter, so stay tuned. Yeah, check in. Uh, we're just finishing up the last details. Yes. Um, but what, did you, what do you guys think is going to happen? We saw a little bit of somebody dead. Right. That cabin. I don't think it's Rachel. I don't think it's Rachel yeah. either. I agree. I think definitely in, one of the guys. Yeah, in her escape, one of them goes down. Mm-hmm. I think super strength. Really? Maybe not super no. strength, but like I think she goes into some sort of returned trance thing when she's attacked, when she is threatened, when her life is threatened by Gary. I think something will overtake her and kill him, whether it's her or an outside force. I think something supernatural about the returned will kill interesting will kill uh i'm assuming it's gary right um and i'm gonna put that on the board okay supernatural put it on the board supernatural force no you said super strength super put down supernatural strength i'm saying supernatural force whether it's rachel Uh or some new mystery element supernatural force is just another way to say super strength force (laughs) and strength are the same thing and supernatural has super in it. But it could be okay, a like, we'll force do a, powers. We'll do a vocab lesson later. <laughs> okay. Um, what else are we thinking? Uh, they uh, want to. The Langstons want to move Jacob to the NIH. No, they going, don't anymore. They don't anymore. They yeah. don't. They did. They resolve at the end of the episode. They said that they to talked to not because them. they are. Were, this is their home, right? Mm-hmm. Just like the title of the episode. Good. This is their home. They don't want to have to be coming home. They want to stay at home. Okay. Well, then uh, I think that they're going to be perfectly fine. Nothing (laughs) bad will happen to them here in Arcadia. That's my... I think that is a terrible... No, throw it on the board. The Langstons are okay, and (laughs) nothing nothing bad will happen to them. We'll have it. Chelsea, Chelsea, any predictions for us for uh, as we're coming up? Nothing Nothing that's strong that needs to be thrown up on the board. Okay. No. All right. I mean, I think that the... I think that I had my crazy prediction about supernatural forces, but I think we're going to see. A, I don't think that uh, Ward is going to let it go that quickly. Yes, I don't think he's no. gone for good. I think he's. If I would love to see him bring some scientific equipment to Arcadia, mm-hmm. it seems like a natural mm-hmm. compromise. I like that, and I'm going to say that before the end of the season, we reveal that uh, Maggie's mother. Is in, Sam's, is in Sam's house. I like that theory. I'm just saying. It seems <laughs> obvious at this point. Yeah. All right. So I think that's going to do it. Um, this was such a crazy episode. Mm-hmm. So much. Hit us up on the YouTubes. I want to know your opinions. Let's let's chat about this. There's let's so much. I, I don't even know if we covered everything because there was just a ton. It's true. A ton of information. Chat us up. This Two more episodes to go in this season. Super excited. It's almost over. Yeah. It's so short. Yeah. So short. Scary how short Um, it is. I'm hoping that that means that this is like a test run. It's a new format of pilot almost. There there are some shows that do this. But this is very short. Usually Grey's Anatomy's first season was only eight episodes. And look at it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an ABC model then. There we go. But like, I'm hoping next season we get a full 22 episode arc. I love it. To play with. Chelsea Breach, where can the people find you? The people can find me. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram handle are at Seabreach, C-B-R-I-C-H-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. New shows starting up Mad Men, Playing House, and Orphan Black. 
And you can find all my videos on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. And you guys can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz on Grimm and Archer. Tune in to Archer tomorrow. We're going to have a special guest phoning in, Lucky Yates, who plays Krieger. Oh, sweet. On the show, will be calling in to uh, chat with us. I'm really excited because he's one awesome. of my favorite he's characters great. on that That's show. Cool. Um, so I hope to see you then. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 